This is Today in History, March the 6th. On this day back in 1475, Italian artist and poet Michelangelo was born. Also on this day in 1836, the Alamo in San Antonio, Texas, fell as Mexican forces, led by General Antonio Lopez de Santa Ana, stormed the fortress after a 13-day siege. The battle claimed the lives of all the Texan defenders, nearly 200 strong, including William Travis, James Bowie, and Davy Crockett. On this day in 1857, the U.S. Supreme Court in Dred Scott versus Sanford ruled 7-2 that Scott, a slave, was not an American citizen and therefore could not sue for his freedom in federal court. In 1933, Chicago Mayor Anton Cermak wounded in an attempt on Roosevelt's life the previous month died at a Miami hospital at age 59. Also on this day in 1944, U.S. heavy bombers staged the first full-scale American raid on Berlin during World War II. On this day in 1953, Georgi Malkinov was named Premier of the Soviet Union a day after the death of Joseph Stalin. In 1970, a bomb being built inside a Greenwich Village townhouse by the radical weatherman accidentally went off, destroying the house and killing three group members. On this day in 1983, in a case that drew much notoriety, a woman was gang-raped atop a pool table in a tavern in New Bedford, Massachusetts called Big Dan's. Four men were later convicted of the attack. On this day in 1998, the U.S. Army honored three Americans who risked their lives and turned their weapons on fellow soldiers to stop the slaughter of Vietnamese villagers in 1968. Hi, everyone. I'm Jamie Ucas. CBS News has confirmed First Lady Nancy Reagan has died at the age of 94. Her office says she passed away at her Los Angeles home this morning due to congestive heart failure. Also on this day in 2016, former First Lady Nancy Reagan died in Los Angeles at age 94. And on this day in 2001, the downward spiral of Napster begins. A wildly popular website called Napster has changed the landscape for pop music fans who download music on the internet. Downloading music files isn't new, but using the web to share music files among thousands of other fans for free is not only new, it is controversial. In the year 2000, a new company called Napster created something of a music band's utopia, a world in which nearly every song ever recorded was instantly available on your home computer for free. Even to some at the time, it sounded too good to be true, and in the end, it was. The fantasy world that Napster created came crashing down in 2001 in the face of multiple copyright violation lawsuits. After a string of adverse legal decisions, Napster Inc. began its death spiral on March 6, 2001, when it began complying with a federal court order to block the transfer of copyrighted material over its peer-to-peer network. At the peak of Napster's popularity in late 2000 and early 2001, some 60 million users around the world were freely exchanging digital MP3 files with the help of the program developed by Northeastern University college student Sean Fanning in the summer of 1999. Radiohead, Robert Johnson, The Runaways, Metallica, nearly all of their music was right at your fingertips and free for the taking, which of course was a problem for the band. 
like Metallica, which after discovering their song, I Disappear, circulating through Napster prior to its official release, filed suit against the company, alleging vicarious copyright infringement under the U.S. Digital Millennium Copyright Act of 1996. In essence, it's about control. It's really about controlling what you own. You know, we clearly own our own songs. We own the master recordings to those, and we want to be the ones that control the use of those on the Internet. That's it in, in, in essence. So we are going after Napster legally in the legal form but at the same time which is becoming increasingly important to us is to try and get this debate out into the public forum to try and make people understand what's at stake here hip-hop artist dr dre soon did the same but the case that eventually brought napster down was the 20 billion dollar infringement case filed by the recording industry association of america that case AM records inc versus napster inc wended its way through the courts over the course of 2000 and early 2000 2001 before being decided in favor of the RIAA on February 12, 2001. The decision by the United States Court of Appeals for the Ninth Circuit rejected Napster's claims of fair use, as well as its call for the court to institute a payment system that would have compensated the record labels while allowing Napster to stay in business. Then, on March 5, 2001, District Court Judge Marilyn Patel issued a preliminary injunction ordering Napster to remove within seven 72 hours, any songs named by the plaintiffs in a list of their copyrighted material on the Napster network. Napster Inc. began the process of complying with Judge Patel's order. Though the company would attempt to stay afloat, it shut down its service just three months later, having begun the process of dismantling itself on March 6, 2001, on this day in history.